<laughs> when you get crazy sports fans. What's going on here? That's right. perfectly and i'm like where the hell am i welcome again to another episode of wtbr sports talk at 89.7 fm right here sean cronin your host here robbie zucker with you uh just uh getting a little funky there with the board <laughs> must have had a bad morning i feel pretty Don't good press the button <laughs> yeah i know sean looks like sean looks like he had a hangover last night but he's okay he's doing well i got a message this morning from him i'm not feeling good i'm like oh no do i have to go solo on the phone here what's going on here? i rolled out of bed and rolled my way up here where you. could you go now all right there you go on a wild card tuesday morning you predicted that the Nostradamus of the radio, you said last week we'll be here on Tuesday waiting for the Yankees and the Red Sox to play the game. So congratulations. Oh, by the way, this is no no appreciation for, for Jason, Jason Garrett, Garrett, the clapper, who actually had a pretty good game except for the fact that he can't do anything in the red zone. But um, wow, what a crazy weekend. Huh? My Chargers won last night. I'm happy about that. So uh, you, know, you can't say same old Chargers anymore. No, not at all. They actually have a legit head coach and a legit quarterback. Yeah, well, Justin Herbert's pretty good, and uh, um, you know, Keenan Allen's one of my favorite players. Mike Williams and Eck had a good game, seventeen rushes for like I think one hundred and fifteen yards. So, pretty good game. Yeah, they uh, they proved they can actually beat the Ra- the Raiders on a Monday night because I mean I remember as a kid, you know, watching them lose to the Raiders every friggin' Monday. It was just unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's just amazing how um, how does an, an indoor uh, football stadium have a lightning delay? Is it an indoor football stadium? It's an stadium? indoor football stadium. Wow, unbelievable. That's incredible. It really it really ticked off Gruden last night. Could you imagine we already had a phone call already? We're just not even through our monologue introductions here. We have a phone call already? Wow. You want to take it? Sure. Gruden, <laughs> <laughs> well, if it zaps back, I will take it. You know, so if it zaps back, I will definitely take it. So. But yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, we've uh, we've been getting like accolades from all over the coast here. Alice Loblobia and Mars and Florida and California. That's right, folks. We're we're all over the place. That's right. With the ubiquitous station you love to love to hear, WTBR eighty nine point seven right here in Pittsfield. By the way, I set a record for getting here. It took me two minutes, two wow. minutes to get her. Yeah, we well, only right around the corner. Exactly, but... I'm right around the corner. It's amazing. So. So I guess we should start a little NFL and then we'll work our way toward the big game tonight. So I figure we'll get the NFL out of the way. So uh, I want you to comment on the Patriots first because 
That was the worst game I've ever seen Bill Belichick coach. It was an awful coaching decision to have Nick Folk kick a 56-yard field goal in the rain. The guy hasn't been asked to kick a 50-plus-yard field goal in five years. It's just, it made absolutely no sense. And the game plan made no sense. Mac Jones looked incredible. Set a rookie record, 19 straight completions at one point in the game. He didn't. He wasn't a uh, prisoner of the moment. You know, he, he didn't let the there, the phones ring again. Yeah, we'll, like, we'll take it. All right, we'll take it. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, call. We got an early call. Call. You're on the air here on WTBR Sports Talk. Who's this? Good morning. This is the dog. The dog. <laughs> is this the dog from the dog pound calling us for the second straight week? Yes, it is. How's it going, Thanks, Kevin? Sir. The guy wanted to let's get it through take, our monologue for crying it, out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take it easy on you, Mr. Cronin, because I know you're not feeling 100%. And whenever I whip you, I want you at 100%. <laughs> so I'm going to take it He easy. looks whipped already. This Kevin, easy, he looks buddy. whipped already. Easy, now. easy I mean, now. he looks like he hasn't washed his hair in three weeks, you know. He's wearing the same shirt he wore last week. So, I mean, you know, we got to get him some new clothes, get him a shave. We'll, well be it, okay. is, it is a... Uh, Rush Limbaugh tribute shirt oh, okay. that I wear here. So uh, for the you know coming on the radio, and, yeah, yeah, and I did you, I did wash my clothes between last week and this week. In all fairness, something Kevin doesn't do very often. Wow, Mazel Tov, correct? <laughs> I have enough money where I can just buy new clothes all the time. That must be nice. See, Kevin, I'm wearing my Yankee accoutrements this morning. I got my hat and I have my my Yankee uh, my Yankee uh, jersey, which is actually a real pro jersey. Except I haven't got to put a number on it. I'm trying to still think who I should put on there, but it's probably going to have a 99 on there. So. Well, you know what I th- oh, before we get onto the important sports news, Rob, I think because Sean is the Sean is called Pappy and I am called the dog, I think you need a nickname. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. And I have come up with here we go. <laughs> you oh, yeah. are the Zen Master. Oh wow, that's nice. I don't mind that one. It starts with my last name, right? So Zucker Zen yeah, well, Master. That's a, there you go. She's See, Sean wouldn't think of something like that. He'd, he'd be mean, cruel, and and stuff. And that's, that's just, you know, that's not what friends do to friends. Do you want me to read some of the comments on air that you've sent to me, pal? <laughs> Only if I can read some of the comments that you sent to me. Just be ready to be very quiet tomorrow morning when the Red Sox roll over your Yankees tonight. Nah, I don't think so. The Yankees are a better Speaking team. Speaking of which, a little <laughs> pregame information for you. I am looking at how. Do you know how the clubs have fared against each other in the wild card era, in the in the postseason? I don't want to know. The Yankees have won twelve games, and the Red Sox have won eleven. Wow, wow. a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Man, yeah, Red Sox scored one hundred and eighteen runs. Yankees have scored one hundred and twelve. I don't, I don't need any Bucky effing Dent or Aaron <laughs> flipping Boone moments tonight, okay? If you guys are going to beat us, do it early and often. Don't keep me up as till midnight to hit a walk-off. Well, it can't be a walk-off because it's a Fenway, but... As, as long as you don't talk about Big Sloppy. Why would I do that? Big Sloppy. <laughs> sloppy. <laughs> oh, anyway. Hey, hang on, Sloppy. There he is. Yep, now he's drinking his water. Hopefully he'll bring him back and revive him. Yeah, oh, so. good water. But we'll get him a razor. That- Kevin, we'll get him a razor this week. You know, we'll get him. It's a desperate attempt to cling to his youth because as he gets older, I'm 20 years older than him, and slowly it will start to turn gray, and then he'll sh- and he'll shave it off. So he keeps referring to me as Alex Verdugo. He looks just like Alex Verdugo. I mean, it's ridiculous. Alex Verdugo looks like a leprechaun. He should be I working for Santa like at Christmas time. 
right. Is there, is there a drop caller button for the yeah, second well, time this there, week? There is, actually. Second time in two there weeks. Is one. <laughs> don't give, your cartoon, don't, don't right, give so, me your cartoon fantasies on the radio right, so, there, Kevin. Right, so, so Kevin so yeah, Teletubbies, get out of here. So, Kevin, give me, give me a score tonight. Give me, a, give me a final score in this game tonight, all right? What do you, okay, you know, what do you see? I, okay. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can. All right. all so honesty. what do you see? Okay, so Cole's starting. What do you see as the sequence? Do you think Boone's going to, like, micromanage and take Cole after a certain amount of evenings, even though he's doing well? Uh, what do you, I mean, what do you see as this, as this sequence in, as far as this game goes? Do you have any predictions, ideas, thoughts, anecdotes? <laughs> well, I think so, it's like, going to go. I, I think it's honestly going to go. It's, it's going to depend on how, how close the game is. Okay. I think if it's. If it stays close, whether it be the Yankees winning or the Red Sox winning, the starting pitcher is going to stay in. I got a stat for, for you. Le- for for at least six innings. Okay. Both starters. Get, yeah. Well, it dep- no, Well, it depends on how it's going. If it's close, yes. I'm a little if, nervous if, about Evaldi. His he's pitched against the Yankees six times this year. His first five starts, he gave up seven earned runs combined. His last start last week, he gave up seven earned runs in four innings. Well, don't you think he has to bounce back at that point? I would think so. He doesn't lose to the same team twice very often. Hey, Rob. Yeah. You know what else you, you might want to do? Um, just because I, I, I can see this is going to be a pout session by someone. <laughs> Why don't you get him a box of tissues for tonight, just in case? I have Yankee I toilet that- paper, if you know what I mean by that. So how's that for you, Kevin? I- I'd hate to see him stain his Spider-Man pajamas. <laughs> you got to quit spying in my window. That's getting a little creepy. Um, <laughs> so if, if, if the game stays close, the pitchers will go as long as they can. You know, if one team goes ahead, you know, the starter will stay in for a Probably seven innings, and then it'll become a bullpen game. Well, if you get a bullpen game, the Yankees have a better bullpen. The Yankees have the best bullpen in baseball when they're healthy. Right now, they got guys healthy. Green's pitching well. Chapman is pitching back. well. Yeah, Chappie's doing all right. And of course, uh, you know they have uh, you know um, oh God, it's like uh, the guy they got they got from Pittsburgh. Why do I forget his name all the time? Is it Clay? Um, yeah, uh, Clay. 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 Yeah, Clay. Yeah. Holmes. Yeah, Clay Holmes. That's Holmes. right. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, but so, you, you know the thing is, is is. Uh, I don't know. Now, hey, hey, Pappy, is uh, Martinez playing tonight? Haven't decided yet. They said it might okay. might be a game-time decision, but how the yeah, hell does me... a professional baseball player trip and sprain his ankle over second base just jogging out to the outfield? Because he's a baseball player. Yeah, I guess, yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's just, that's awful. Part-time DH. Why do you question things, Sean? You trip over cracks in the sidewalk. <laughs> so? <laughs> the projected lineup has Martinez in it. It That's does? It. Okay. Um, they called up Duran from AAA, who got off to kind of a rough start this year, but, you know, they're, they're, he may be more of an off-the-bench in the late innings, like a, like Dave Roberts, you know, as a as a runner on second or try to steal second or, you know, to get a little speed if they get a guy on. God forbid we go to that stupid extra innings with the runner on second. Don't get me That's started. That's not going to happen. They're not going to do that in the playoffs? No, not in the playoffs. Oh, no, not, not in the playoffs. Oh, God, no. You know what? You know what's good? I think we're going to watch Core actually. Is Core, like I ask you this, Sean, is Core going to have uh, a Valdi pitch five innings and pitching like uh, no hitter or one hitter? Is he going to remove him from the game like he did the other he day? Did Tanner Houck five perfect innings and they pulled him. That just fries my you know what when they do that. Micromanaging at its finest. Analytics. I hate the game the way well, it is now. I really do the way, the way they do that. So, I think the thing is with, 
with Cora, he's got to, if Avaldi is pitching well, he has to leave him in as long as he can because he has a weak bullpen. Our, our, our secret weapon, and I don't know if he's healthy for this series or not, is or for this one game, is Garrett Whitlock, who you guys so nicely gave to us on the Rule 5 pick, who is having a very fantastic season out of the bullpen. You know, I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because do you know that the Yankees wouldn't be successful if the Red Sox didn't give us Babe Ruth? Yeah. I just wanted to remind you of that because I've already seen that 15 times on Sports Center this morning. But thank you so so kindly for that reminder, Kevin. I really appreciate that. I had almost forgotten. Okay. So, like I said, uh, it, now it's not supposed to rain, right? I don't think so. Okay. Not sure. I'm not sure it's in the forecast. I know it's supposed to be in the 70s this week, which is good. Thank yes. Yeah. The rain will throw will throw a monkey wrench in it for both teams. When does the division series start? Is that Thursday? When it begins. <laughs> nice yeah. prediction. There you go. When yeah. it begins. Right? Right. You're, full, you're the man of bold uh, I, predictions I believe today, it is aren't Thurs- you? I believe it is Thursday. Yeah, because tomorrow night's the National League wildcard game, right? Correct. And they both start at 8 o'clock, which drives me crazy. Hey, Kevin, I got a question for you. Does it really matter whether the Boston Red Sox or the Yankees win? I mean, are they really going to be Tampa Bay? I mean, obviously you have to get there to be able to play them, but I mean... The way the Yankees play against Tampa and the way the Red Sox have played against Tampa, I mean, it just seems like Tampa has both those teams' numbers. I mean, I, I I, don't know. I mean, it just seems like every time the Yankees play Tampa Bay, I mean, whether it's a blowout or whether they score one run in the game, I mean, I, I don't know. We have to win to get in, right? So let's win tonight and let's see what happens. That's all you can do, right? I mean, Well, you know. yes, but, but I think both whoever wins tonight, whether it be the good guys or the bad guys, <laughs> um. We ought to thank our lucky stars we are playing Toronto because I fear Toronto a lot more than I fear Tampa. You know, somebody said that to me the other day. They said, you know, if the Yankees win or yeah, they said they uh, get a one-game playoff against Toronto-Boston, then we'd have to play possibly play Toronto. So, yeah, that's a reprieve, obviously. Yeah, Toronto's much more difficult for the Yankees to beat. I agree with a much more consistent offense. And obviously, their starting pitching has been really good and surprised with, you know, Barreos coming in and Robbie Ray. 13-7 and seven for Cy Young. This is what baseball is in 2021, ladies and gentlemen. You get a guy winning 13 games, but I still think Cole's going to win the Cy Young, even though he had a struggle. No not, e- not even going to be close. What, you think Ray's going to win? Yep. Wow. With 13 wins, boy, we really love baseball, huh? I don't well, see. I don't, Ray got bombed his last yeah. start. You, I don't Kevin, know. see, you're, yeah, old, but, you're old enough to remember Rod Guidry going 25 and three, right? Okay, you're older than I am. So, I mean, this is when baseball was baseball. It's a joke now. It really is a joke. You know, when I hear guys well, like, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go. Um, I agree with what you're saying, but again, for the most part, it's the same. But the biggest thing has been this this hundred pitch count. Oh, yeah, it's nonsense. It's total nonsense. I mean, I disagree with 100%. You know, you know when Cole was throwing 129 pitches against Houston, still throwing 99 miles at the end, uh, at the end of the game. So that's, you know, that's, that's, that's their theory. Well, this is my theory, you know what I'm saying? The two times that, that Cora has pulled Hauk out of these, these last two starts. 53 threes, pitches, 53 right? pitches, and the other one was 64. Ridiculous. And he said, oh, he doesn't like him going through the lineup the third time. He's only gone through the third time in the lineup once. How what, do you know? What does that have to do with anything? Does it have to do with the pitcher getting tired? Does it have to do with the batters figuring out what he's throwing? I, I just don't get it. I don't get go it Go tell either. that well, to Roger Clemens. Well, go tell that to Guidry. Go tell that to, you know, when I was watching when I was growing up, whether it was Lefty or Carlton. Pedro or, Martinez, you know, or, my or was, most you know, recent example for me. Right. Right, Pedro, exactly. I mean, although they left him too, too long in 2003. Yeah, that's, well, that's why Grady Little's out of baseball now. But, um, right. <laughs> but you know, I was well, talking you know, to somebody the other day about it. It's like they said, gone are the days 
days of 300-game winners. Well, I say gone are the days of 200-game winners. How about 20-game winners? How about 15-game winners? Yeah. Guys don't get no, left I in the games long enough to get the win anymore. I think you're, I think you're, you're, you're going to see probably 250 wins, I think. I don't even know if you're going to see that much at this point. But, but... I mean, I can harken back to Tom Glavin and, and uh, you know, and... Uh, Greg Maddox. And Joe, Joe, well, Joe, Jack Morris in the 91 World Series, both guys going nine innings and having a great pitcher's duel, 0-0. I mean, I miss that. There's something special about two guys going at each other. I'm sorry. Instead of bringing in... It's like a clown act. You know how the clowns go through the car door? That's what it's like. Another one's on it, another one's on it, another one's on it. It's ridiculous. It's well, ridiculous. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Probably one of the, one of the best pictures... Best pitchers of this era is Max Scherzer. Yeah, absolutely. He's an old-fashioned guy. You know how many shutouts he has? Three. Maybe. Yeah. One? (laughs) Not more than ten. Okay. Not more than ten. You're talking about career-wise or this year? Broad spectrum. You're talking about career-wise, right? Career. Okay, wow. That's, that's, well, I, oh, career. I thought you meant the season. I'll, I'll look it up. Wow. But, um, as Johnny Carson used uh, to say, who, I didn't you know, know that. What, do you know who the career leader is in shutouts? You mean all time? All time? Yep. Warren Spahn, I have no idea. Walter Johnson. Right, the big train. Yeah. Right, right, right. 110. Got to see him pitch in person a whole lot. Yep. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I didn't know you were that old. Yeah. <laughs> That's when guys well, actually went long. Do you know Jack Chesborough was from North Adams, Massachusetts? Uh, pitched for the New York Highlanders before they became the Yankees and won 41 games. I can't imagine that. You know, managers going, hey, Chesbury, you're pitching today. What do you mean? I just pitched yesterday. What the hell? You're pitching today again. Goodness gracious. It's <laughs> um, insane. Anyways, yes, Scherzer has five career shutouts. Wow, that's it. Goodness gracious. As for Chesbury, <laughs> yes, I did know that because I actually wrote a book on him. No kidding. Yes. Wow. And, um, Actually, 1904, yep. when he won the 41 games, was when the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry really started. Wow. The Yan- Yankees trailed the Red Sox by one game in the standings. Okay. They were playing a doubleheader. They had to <coughs> obviously win both games. Chesborough pitched the first game, and in the ninth inning, Threw a wild pitch that allowed the Red Sox to score and clinch the pennant. Interesting. I did, I did not know that. Well, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, like, give me a copy of your book sometime. I'd love to read. I've just started re- uh, writing something on analytics, a little book and a little periodical I've been working on. Anyway, we're going to go to another, uh, another call. We're going to talk about the NFL, man. But give me a predicted score tonight. Tell me, tell me what you think. So Predicted score? Yeah. Extra innings. Wow. Red Sox win. Five, four. Are you kidding me? What kind of unconfident Yankee fan are you? Give me a break! Come on, I, I like. I, liked... I just don't. I think you can only go to the. I think you can only go to the the gift box too often. And as much as we kid, I mean, Sean brought up Aaron Boone and, and Bucky Dent and, and everything else that's gone on. And I just think, I think it's going to depend. It's going to depend. There's going to be a lot of factors, and that's just my guess right now. Uh, I'll tell you this: Garrett it'll Cole. be five, it'll be extra innings. It'll be five to four. 
whoever wins. Garrett, right. Garrett Cole has been atrocious at Fenway Park this year, too. You have to take that into consideration. All right, I like, yeah. I like, I like Garrett Cole to, to bounce back tonight over his last performance. I think the Yankees will win. Uh, I like their bullpen better. I, I said the Yankees win 5-3. Uh, Chappie comes in and does the job finally, and the Yanks move on. To Tampa Bay. So, anyway, thanks for the call, man. We're going to get to some NFL. And then, all right. Uh, all right, buddy. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, hope man. You feel, hope you feel better, Shawnee. Thank you. Go Red Sox. We'll see you oh, soon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you Bye. soon. Bye. See ya. All right. That's uh, that's Kevin checking in with us right here. So, Kevin's he's written seven books. Well, I, I did not know that. And a lot of them are about, you know, the history of baseball in the Berkshires. And he wrote one on Lou Gehrig. And... No kidding. That's pretty cool. That's interesting. Well, oh, we got another call. This is insane. See, I told you, man, we need to go a couple of hours, you know, on this station. So we go. All right, here we go. (laughs) All right, WTBR. All right, call, you're on the air. Hello? Is this the Mark Levin Show? The Mark what? Is this the Mark Levin Show? Mark Levin Show. The Mark Levin Show. This isn't Lies, Liberty, and Lunatics? I might have a I don't know. I actually watched that show. That's a good show. Yeah, I actually watched that show. Who's this? This is Mike from Ocean City. Hey, what's going on? How, hey, Michael, how are you? What's going on, brother? Good. What's going on, I brother? I really thought I was calling the Levin Show. I'm sorry to bother you. <laughs> I, actually, I actually watch Mark Levin. He's actually a really outstanding broadcaster. Well, yeah, I really enjoy we'll his show. We'll talk about that later. But how are things going, guys? Things are good, man. How you doing? How's your dad, all right? Doing great. He's listening to your show as we speak. Very nice. You, you, that's right. You're, you're coming back to Wednesday. There you go. Nice, yeah. man. Awesome. So uh, we were talking about the Red Sox and the Yankees. So what's uh, what's your prediction for tonight, as a Red Sox fan that well, you are? Well, you can you can probably guess. I don't think the Sox have a chance. I knew it. Um, even if, even the ultimate home. pessimist. Well, I'm a realist, and uh, so with Cole pitching and a better bullpen, and and you know Judge and Stanton, and you know you got a whole formula there. Um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but it'll be like two to one Yankees. Wow. I just heard that they renovated the Green Monster to make it 97 feet high to keep uh, Giancarlo Stanton from hitting home runs at Fenway Park, so hopefully that helps tonight. Well, I, I, I donated to that cause, so let's see if that'll work. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't even recognize your voice, for crying out loud. I couldn't I didn't even recognize your voice like man, another radio well, guy. you and I used to do radio together. Yeah, I know. That's what's scary about it, you know. You, you'd be my only audience. <laughs> Do you remember, yeah, he, this is a man who talked to Leslie Nielsen at 4 o'clock in the morning, right? Remember, remember Leslie Nielsen? Oh, yeah. He was working overnights. Oh, Michael yeah. was working overnights when we were in college. So, yep, that, that was great, crazy, man. He used to go to he would, Great Giants win. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we were going to talk about the NFL a little bit, about uh, the Giant game. I mean, with seven minutes left, I'm like, oh, these guys aren't going to win. Here's 0-4 right now. And then Barkley got said, you know, I've been screaming about Barkley being used as a flanker for, like, weeks. They finally put him to the outside. And he catches a pass for 54 yards, and suddenly the Giants are back in the game. And I was screaming at Garrett with this, you know, with the sweep for the tight end, yay! <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was a great. I mean, when they scored, I mean, I was practically in tears when Barkley gets in the end zone. I was in tears. I was so excited and so happy that they actually won a game. So, yeah. And then the Chargers win last night. I actually picked the Chargers, and uh, for the first time on a Monday night, I was like, all right, let's go with the Chargers. And uh, yeah, they look good. It's a good team. I mean, it's definitely a better coach with Coach Staley yes, now. It is. Last year, they would have lost the game with Anthony Lynn. There's no way. He would have done conservative things and so forth. And I just feel they need to use Mike Williams a little bit more. But, but yeah, that's about it. But, uh, anyway, so. You know they're continuing to thank Miami every day that Miami drafted Tua with the third pick. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and that Herbert yeah. slid down to the Chargers. And I wanted yeah. to. I was the dummy that wanted Tua, right? Well. So, yeah. there you go. So, you got, a prediction? so you got a prediction for tonight's game, Mike? Yeah, two to one Yankees. <laughs> 
Wow, that's close. I just think it's going to be a higher scoring. I don't know why. I just do uh, for some reason. But you might What's be right. What's the weather forecast up there at Fenway tonight? Wait, Sean's looking up the forecast. And now with the weather for the, <laughs> the 89.7 Weather FM. The TBR Pittsfield weather forecast. That's what we do. No, it's Berkshire weather. That's what we do when it comes in. It says Berkshire weather. Anyway, I'm actually feeling I decent this morning. 89 and sunny. Is that, is that close? 89. Well, that's where, when you are down there in Maryland, it's 89 and sunny, right? Well, I'm in Owego, New York. Right no, I know, I know you yeah. are until tomorrow, yeah. So, yeah, so how's the car running, all right? Good. 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 So I'm getting rid of it. Actually, I donated my car, and I'm taking over my dad's car. Yeah, that's awesome. Donation people are on their way as we speak. Oh, awesome. There you go. It's a high of 61 yep. degrees tonight. 61 tonight at Fenway. Okay, going to get well, down to 54 in the, after, in the weather. evening. Yeah, that's good October weather, right, for baseball. Crisp October postseason weather, yeah. Lots of bunting. It. It's going to be bunting yep. at Fenway, right? A there. lot of warm beer and cold hot dogs going around that right. place tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Madden, Madden used to say, we used to go to Fenway. It was a lot of fun, too. That's where you can get a cheap bleacher seat for 7 bucks. Not anymore. Forget it now. Goodness gracious. I used to walk. Well, they were $3. Yeah, were they $3 when, was, when uh, we were going to school? Going to games it was, early on. Yeah, it was 3 bucks. Right. Goodness gracious, man. Unbelievable. So. Yeah, we're trying to get Nevered on once in a while. I'm getting him a call. It's 7 o'clock his time on the West Coast. So, uh, but, um, so. Yeah, I'll wake him up. I'll wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait, I'll wake him up. Yeah, so last year he was doing games in his living room. So, you know, it's like, uh, that must have been fun. His wife walking around while he's doing games in his living room. I can't even imagine that, so. But I'm not the, sure why the Red Sox didn't re or EEI didn't re-sign him. I thought he was great with Joe Castiglione. Yeah, he was great. I know. I remember Tim telling me that he fell off the chair when, when, uh, when uh, Ben and Tendy caught the ball to beat Houston, yes, he fell off his chair, and I said, "Oh my goodness!" And they were all laughing in the booth, and he was he was okay. What's, but what's the uh, what's the latest on Remdog? I haven't heard anything in a while. They just said he was going to take probably the rest of the season off. Yeah, but that well, guy that guy has been through it so many times. So what do you think yeah. the Jets win their first game? Goodness gracious, I couldn't believe the call. There was fourth that third down and one. I'm thinking they were on the one yard line. And they decide to run Will, Will, Wilson on a sweep. I'm like, what's going on here? So he loses like five yards. They kick the field goal, and down comes Tennessee with a chance to tie the game. He misses the field goal. But I'm like, Robert Sala, what are you doing? LaFleur was the same guy who lost the Super Bowl to Kansas City by being stupid. That was, these guys try to outthink themselves all the time. It's just ridiculous. Just, you know, it's amazing. You, straight line, two points, a straight line. Do we forget this nonsense? It's amazing to me. It just Tennessee was without up. their best two receivers. Julio Jones and A.J. Smith were both out. So, And I never thought Tannehill was that fantastic. Yeah, quarterback. Not that he's, good. he's better now that he got away from the curse of Adam Gase, <laughs> you know, who's just the quarterback unwhisperer. He's the guy is awful. Yes, that stare, that ugh. Oh, my God, I hate that stare. <laughs> Really, he's awful. Oh, my God. He's out of football, too, now. Nobody, think, no, because nobody wants to hire him. That's right. why. You know, it's crazy, man. So, hey, Mike, if you want to stick around for a chat, I just got to take a break. But if you want to stick around and talk some baseball, man, it's okay. Yeah, you know? if, if, if I'm not here, it's the people have come to pick up my car. So um, I'll hang on. And, and if you don't hear from me, um, it's because I'm, I'm dealing with the car. But, uh, yeah, keep me on hold for a little bit. Okay, brother. Okay, we'll be back with a little bit, a few messages, and uh, then we'll continue with more here on uh, WTBR Sports Talk. TBR. Hi, this is Sean Sayre, Executive Director of PCTV. When Taconic High School was demolished, we could have lost this radio station. Instead, PCTV stepped in 
built a new studio and transmitter and gave the station new life. And now it's time to pay that back. Support this station today. Go to WTBRFM.com and click the donate button. You won't be sorry. Pittsfield Community Radio thanks you for your support. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Tired of the same old, same old on the radio? Hi, I'm Hannah. Each week I search the archives for hidden gems from your favorite artists, plus all the latest releases and rock trivia. Please join me for Deep Cuts Thursdays, 4 to 6, at 89.7 WTBR-FM. Here we go again. Excellent! I demand more! 89.7 WTBR-FM. It's Field. Sports talk right here, beautiful downtown Pittsfield, Mass. A little overcast today, but uh, Sean says it's 61 degrees tonight at Fenway, and I'm on my, the phone with my buddy Mike down in uh, in Ocean City, Maryland, by way of Upstate and Wego, New York, today. So, uh, so Mike, you got you said two to one, right? You said Yankees two to one. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. So, what do you think's the turning? So, who do you think's the big star tonight? Who do you think's going to uh, going to win? You know, be the the Cole, big cheese. Cole. Cole's going to be the big star. He's going to go uh, 2.5 innings, <laughs> and, and then and then they're going to go through their entire bullpen because they're actually probably one of the better bullpens right now. And everybody will get about an inning and a half or an inning, and and it'll it'll just end that way. Wow, this is you know 2.5 this, innings. This is a man. It's interesting because I didn't think the Red Sox were. I thought the Red Sox were going to make the playoffs. But I didn't think the Yankees were. Mike thought the Yankees would make the playoffs, and I thought the the Red Sox will. So. We were both wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you said you said early on that you know the, the, the Red Sox were a fun team to watch, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, from a Yankee standpoint, because they stink. <laughs> they're, they're the worst 92 win Red Sox team I can think of. They probably made more errors in, this year than they made in two decades. Their defensive team was just ab- absolutely terrible that they put out on the field this year. Yeah, their defense was awful. I couldn't Terrible. I, I didn't understand the re, not resigning Jackie Brantley Jr. That made to me no sense. I mean, obviously Mookie gone. Mookie didn't want to stay in Boston. And Ben Attendee's numbers had gone down, although I think Ben Attendee's a very good ball player. Uh, but 
the, the re, non-resigning of Jackie Brantley Jr., I had absolutely no clue why they didn't do that. That made no sense to me whatsoever. The guy's probably the best defensive center fielder in all of baseball when he's healthy. So They hit lightning that in a bottle with Hunter Renfro. Right, right, yeah. How good a player is Hunter Renfro, though? He's a really good ball player. He's had an unbelievable Did he season. Come up from the, he came up from the farm system? or No, they, uh, he oh, was with the Padres for a couple oh, years, and right, he, he bet right. a buck sixty-four for the so. Rays I, I last year. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. right. He was right. He was with the Rays. I couldn't remember. I was like, well, I remember, like, I was like, yeah, that was a great acquisition because he's been terrific. And Verdugo's been good. And Dahlbeck's been really good the second half of the season. I wonder, do you think Dahlbeck's starting tonight, or do you think uh, they're going to... Well, I guess they'll have, uh, you know, Schwarber. Schwarber, yeah. DH in tonight, I guess, right? It all depends on JD Martinez. Wait a second, Kevin. J- okay, okay. So JD, if JD, okay. So JD is going to play the outfield tonight? I wouldn't think so. Not if you hurt his ankle, I, I wouldn't not. think so. I hope not either. Right, right. I mean, he's not a very great, he's not a very particularly gifted outfielder. So, all right, so I'm thinking, okay, so Renfro's playing right, and, and Schwarber's going to play first base. See, I, I don't think so. Wow. So Dahlbeck's going to play first base, and Schwaber will be the DH. Again, I would say Schwaber would be the DH against Cole because he's a right-handed pitcher. That would make sense to me if, JD, if yeah. J.D. can't go. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. Right. So, interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, bro, so when are you leaving oh. tomorrow? It's like 5 o'clock in the morning. I know you're like an early riser. Well, so. probably, probably about 7, but I was, I was going to uh, just bring up the uh, upcoming hockey season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm psyched. The Ranger, Ranger season, absolutely. So, yeah, go ahead, so, man. You know me. I'm, I'm hard, No, it's hard to believe that's already on our doorstep. Yeah, and, T, and it's nice TNT and ESPN are covering hockey this year. I think the first game for the Rangers is October 12th right on TNT, so that should be fun against Washington, I think. And then, they're, then they're, yeah, then they're going to retire Hank's number. So, so that'll be fun. You know, it'll be fun to see Hank and, uh, you know, uh, go, go out of the garden steps with glory and so forth. You know, that'll be nice. They'll did, give, give him a nice treat. Did he get hurt? point where he had to retire from was he in washington well the thing was he had major heart surgery he had a, a, a large day oh. yeah he had an order problem and it was worse and so he had to have he had to have surgery on and he just decided that was it for him so you know okay which i think is sort of apropos that he ever played in a, a game for washington and stayed a ranger even though he was actually signed by washington to play as a, as a backup uh goaltender so but, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a shame he never won the cup. You know, it's not his fault. I mean, he stood on his head for so many, so many games. I mean, the Rangers never had enough scoring, so he stood on his head every time and really got them to the cup, you know, pretty much by himself when they, you know, they knocked off Pittsburgh. They were down 3-1 in that series, and they come back and they beat Montreal in that series and go to the finals. And L.A. was just a better team. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, L.A. was a deeper team. They were a bigger team. And they hung in there, I and mean, they actually went to three overtime, uh, overtime games, and I think including two double overtime games. So I'm still thinking of Rick Nash missing that wide-open net, you know. So, But, uh, yeah, I mean, he had a tremendous career. I mean, what, uh, sixth all-time in wins, I believe. So, yeah, he'll get his tribute. It'll be a great night at the Garden, and, uh, and hats off to Hank. Uh, and a really nice guy. I happened to meet him in Boston real quickly. And uh, he was, you know, very kind. So I went, hey, Henrik Lundqvist shook his hand for about two seconds uh, and said hi. Well, they, what happened was the, the, the Bruins and the Rangers had played preseason and the Rangers were getting on the bus. So I saw the bus there and Hank was standing outside. So I just hello, hello to him for about five seconds. But, uh, yeah, always, uh, you know, always classy, though, you know, so always dresses well, looks great, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he'll have probably a, a career outside, uh, you know, hockey in, in some capacity, whether it's in an organization or broadcasting, whatever it is. But he's a bright guy, and uh, I wish him well, and it'll be a great night at the Garden. So, anyway, brother, have an awesome uh, have an awesome day. Safe drive tomorrow. And uh, Well, thank you. This was a lot of fun, guys. And the next time I have a Tuesday off, I will uh, 
uh, be more than happy to give you all a call and indulge you in whatever I'm thinking about. Definitely. Thanks, Mike. And, uh, I better get back online with uh, Mark Levin because that's really what I'm trying to do. <laughs> all right, brother. Love you. Drive safe. All right, man? All right, guys. It's been a pleasure. Good luck with your show. Oh, thanks, brother. Thank Appreciate you. It. All right, thanks. All right, my buddy Mike checking in from uh, upstate in Owego, New York. There, so... All right. Uh, so you mentioned the Jets before the commercial yeah, break. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. I think they have a bright future. I think Zach Wilson, he looked great for the first time. Finally. In, finally. And I think Robert Sala is a, is, was a finally a good pickup, head coaching pickup for the Jets. I mean, the, you know, the 49ers players were, were, like, heartbroken that he left. They loved him out there. So I think that if they start drafting right, you know, instead of drafting, I don't know, they, they don't draft well. The Jets haven't drafted well in a long time. And, uh, a lot of pressure on Joe Douglas, a lot of pressure. I couldn't understand why they took Zach Wilson, who nobody had ever heard of until this past college football season. But, you know, he just he makes a lot of uh, freelance throws where he just kind of, you know, gets away from the playbook or just, you know, starts pointing guys in different directions and Guns letting the heave. Yeah, threw three picks against – or four picks against the Patriots. And I heard a funny stat. There's been uh, – only four four interception games in the NFL in the last three years. Two of them, Sam Darnold. The other one, Zach Wilson. So wow. the three of the four of those came from the Jets. So Yeah, you know what's stupid? I actually picked the Panthers yesterday. I didn't realize they were in Dallas because I screwed up my picks yesterday. I was actually, I think, 8-4. and four. should have been 10-2 and two because I lost two games. Won the Bears game, which I thought was in Detroit, which I still thought Detroit would actually win. And it was in Chicago. And the other one was the Dallas game. Dallas is 3-1, and one, and next week I believe the Giants are home hosting Dallas as far as I know, right? I think so, yeah. I think so. Big game. That's the season for the Giants. If they win, they're back in the division you know, standings, and you never know. I mean, Washington's not that good. Atlanta's terrible. They allowed three. It's amazing that the Giants scored 14 points against Atlanta. It blows my mind. Atlanta gave up 34 points yesterday to Taylor Heineke, again, who looks like, you know, the second coming of Tom Brady, for crying out loud. It's Taylor a, Heineke. He's a good yeah. quarterback. He is, he is a, a really good quarterback. I think we, we you know, should stop with the, well, Tyler Heineke is a backup quarterback. You know, this guy looks really good. I he mean, was bagging groceries before they called him to play in the, yeah, right. the, the game against Brady last year, and he damn near beat him almost. Absolutely, yeah, that's right. That was a great, great effort by him. When, yeah, I remember that game real well. It's, it's just that, um, you know, a lot of these guys come from nowhere and they, you know, perform great and he's been great and so forth. And I'm telling you, Atlanta's just terrible. How the Giants scored 14 points? Well, I'll tell you how they scored 14 points. They didn't have Tony going down the field. They didn't have Kenny Galladay catching balls down the field. They didn't have uh, John, you know, John Ross the third catching balls. John Ross, I was wondering where he was. He was on the practice squad. They bring him down, and he actually gets a huge, large touchdown to give the Giants a seven nothing lead in that game. And suddenly you're like, oh wow, they can score. They can actually throw the ball down the field. Where the hell was Garrett's game plan for the last four weeks? <laughs> I mean, he did have a, a more aggressive, uh, you know. Uh, approach to the Washington game. But as far as Denver goes and as far as the Atlanta Falcons go, are terrible secondary. What the hell was Garrett doing? And that, I'm telling you, that tight end sweep yesterday, Evan, Evan Ingram looked like a dinosaur running on that play. If you're going to have a sweep, then sweep it to Tony. I mean, get some guy with some speed. Why would you sweep it? Give it to Barkley. It's two yards away. This guy totally outthinks himself. This is what I saw in Dallas for 10 years with his knucklehead. I mean, it's unbelievable. I couldn't believe that they signed him to be their offensive coordinator. Oh, my God. I, I saw that one. Good for you. You get a cheerleader on the sideline. Unbelievable. Can you believe the Arizona Cardinals are the only undefeated team left in the NFL? I could not believe the Rams lost at home. I picked the Rams. I lost on the game. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Especially, must, especially uh, that might have been a little bit of a letdown game after beating 
Tampa last week. Right, right, possibly. But I mean, I mean, the Cardinals aren't as good as the Rams. The Rams have a better defense. The Rams have a better offense. The Ram, I mean, the Cardinals have talent on offense. Obviously, they do. You know, with Kyler back there and so forth. But I mean, come on. Other than that game, though, you know, Matthew Stafford's happier than hell. He got out of Detroit. And this is four weeks in a row, by the way, four weeks in a row that the Giants have allowed a touchdown at the end of a half. And I said, you know, it's funny when there was a third down and six and I said, okay, 50 bucks, they score, right? 50 bucks, they score a touchdown. Bang, bang, right down. It's unbelievable. Right into the end zone. How's your buddy Nate Solder doing? Oh my. You know what? The line had a good game yesterday. Did they? They had a great game. No sacks. And, and, and Daniel Jones played great yesterday. He really did. So for 398 yards. Um, he's really finally learning how to throw the ball away, not take a sack, uh, being more instinctive on the football field, understanding what he's supposed to do. And they ran some great plays for Tony. They ran some quick some quick hitches, and Tony's talented. I mean, he's really good. I don't know if you watched him yesterday. I did not. Oh, he can run on the open field. He, miss, he makes and breaks tackles. And Kenny Galladay had the biggest play, a third and seven as they're driving, and a big play, and then obviously Graham Gano hits the 48-yarder. He had missed a 35-yarder after hitting 37 field goals in a row. He misses a 35-yarder, so the Giants get nothing on the second drive. And uh, actually, on the first drive, they get nothing. And then, of course, the, the 54-yarder to Ross, who's got a lot of speed. He was a first-round pick by Cincinnati, and then the Giants picked him up this year. And I didn't see him, and I'm going, where's John Ross? And, and uh, he was, you know, they got him off the practice squad and put him in there because of the injuries to Shepard and to Slayton. And they're both going to be out, I think, three to four weeks. So hammies are, you know, really, really tough. But, but I mean, there was a lot of plays like yesterday. I mean... Uh, you know, the ridiculousness of the Giants tackling yesterday. I mean, I couldn't believe it. The backup quarterback comes in. You know, what's his name? Number seven. They get him in all Tyson. Uh, Taysom Hill. Taysom yeah. Hill. They get Taysom Hill in there. And, I mean, he runs through uh, seven tackles like he's Walter Payton and Earl Campbell. And you know he's going to run every time he gets the ball. The guy doesn't have an arm. He's one of the least. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, Jameis Winston is Jameis Winston, but I don't know. You brought up Cincinnati. How about their win over the Jaguars? You know, yeah, Urban well, Meyer I, might be you know, another game closer leaving for USC. I, I think, think he's over and over his head. Yeah, I time. think Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow of all the quarterbacks that came out of the draft the last couple of years, I think he's the most talented. I really do. I think he's the best to come out of there. And I, I like obviously my buddy in San Diego. I think or I always say San Diego because I've been a Charger supporter since I'm like 13. I still call me Oakland Raiders. So the Oakland Raiders at the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum in Oakland, California. I remember doing that. The Raiders. That, that was my yeah. That was my first impersonation I ever did was was uh, was Cosell. Was I, the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum, you know. Don't call me Howie, but yeah, that's the first thing I remember. But I mean some of the some of the decisions by Sean Payton yesterday, I mean the arrogance to throw down the field again and, and then and then you know we get the interception, we go down the field, the Giants make a few stops when they need to make a stop and uh, you know they the to me, New Orleans blew that game. They take a delay of game penalty, which stops the clock. Giants get the ball back, and no hits the 48-yarder. And suddenly, you know, you're in overtime. Giants get the ball. They get right down the field. There's a broken coverage. Galladay gets the ball. And when Saquon scores, I mean, I'm just ecstatic. I mean, I'm jumping up and down like a child. I mean, it was really great just to see them win a game. I really wanted the Patriots to sign Galladay, and they ended up signing Nelson Aguilar, who I think might have four catches for three yards in the entire season so far. He's back to having his brick hands like he had yeah, a couple I go, years ago. I want to go back to the Patriots because he started to talk about it. Okay, I thought Mac Jones played a great game. I thought they put him in a position where he was throwing quickly and he was making good decisions and they were using the field and they were using quick outs and screens. And I thought, you know, when you see Tampa Bay as aggressive as they are, and they like to blitz a lot, okay, they like to blitz, they were picking up those blitz and they were throwing the ball in the flat 
and they're getting up the field. The last drive of the game, where are those plays? What are you doing? You got the ball at the 45-yard line. There's a minute 15 left. You have timeouts. And Belichick decides to have a, you know, as a boner. I don't, I don't get it. He just loses it. I don't get it. I don't know what uh, what happened. And it's, Be- like, it's like I said, you ask a guy to kick a 56-yard field goal in the rain, and the guy hasn't kicked a field goal over 50 yards in five years. But what was the point of the outside passes when you've passed through the middle of the field with such success and you've passed quickly? I mean... They were, I mean, Tampa couldn't stop them on a couple of drives. Josh McDaniel's trying to get too cute again. I, it's, I mean, it's, I don't drives get, me crazy. I don't get the plays to the outside. You know, I don't get the plays. And you know what? Brady didn't even win that game. The guy who won that game was Fournette. I mean, Fournette was all over the place. Patriots can't stop the run this year. That, that's, their, yeah, that's been I'm their shocked. Achilles heel. That I'm was, shocked it, how bad they are against the run. I couldn't believe it. And they do miss Stephon Gilmore, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I hope they work out his contract dispute because that's, that's the only reason he's it's ridiculous. out. ridiculous. It is. Pay well, I guy. thought he was injured, so it's a contract issue. Yep. And they put, him on, they put him on the Robert pup Kraft. list. And, you Robert know, Kraft, give him some money already for crying out loud. Best corner in the league when he's healthy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just ridiculous though. watching from the 45-yard line. It's a minute 15 left. You could have run the ball, too. You could have run the ball. I just I don't get it. A, a pass to the outside for an incompletion, a pass to the outside for like seven yards, and then you're dealing with fourth and three. You're telling me you can't write up a play for fourth and three? You have a mobile quarterback? You can't roll your mobile quarterback for three yards outside on a sweep? We have just what we what need What were they on thinking Sunday? about? And the thing is, is that even if he makes the 56-yard field, will you have Brady a minute to go down the field? And what, I have no idea what he was thinking about. The genius. Has, the genius. I mean, the genius screwed up that game. Let's face it. Well, we have I a, could we not have, believe it. We have a date with uh, just what we need this Sunday, a date with the Houston Texans. Unbelievable. Jack Easterby-led Houston Texans, <laughs> the preacher. Any other game? You, um, the Bills look good, huh? The I Bills know. look really good. And the they're Bill- playing Kansas City this coming Sunday wow, night. Wow, that's right. That should be a great game. Should be a hell of a game. Yeah. I like the Bills' defense better than, obviously better than Kansas City. I'll tell you, this is the year for the Bills. This is the year they need to do it because I think the Bills have a better record than KC simply because the AFC East is not that good, okay, when you eliminate the Jets in Miami and a Patriots team that I think will get better, okay? I think they will get better over time. I really do. Um, but I really believe that, you know, it, Mac Jones looks good, but I think, again, you put him in a position to win the other night, and you only give up 19 points, for crying out loud. If you give up 19 points to Tampa, you're supposed to win the you're game. You're supposed to win the game. You're Mac, supposed to win that stinking game. Come on. Mac Jones, at one point, had 19 straight completions. Yeah. Set a rookie record. He's 31 out of 40 for 275 yards. They said he's the most accurate passer coming out of college, and he showed it. Why not let him finish the game by showing it? Again, it's you the play again, calling. Right. Again, you, where was Hunter Henry in that game in the fourth quarter? Where right. was he on the last drive? You could have thrown... All you need to throw is a short pass to a tight end. You needed to get up the field. You needed about 15 yards maybe to give uh, to give uh, Falk a legitimate shot in the rain at that. Not even. You might have given him 10 yards. And it's like you said, they abandoned Ridiculous. the run again oh, for the second straight the, week. They the, abandoned the run. Right. Game. They abandoned the run. Not only did they abandon the run, but they this play calling was so stupid. It just made no sense. Passes to the side. You don't need to pass to the side. It's not 20 seconds left in the game. You got a minute 15. It, it, even if you don't have any timeouts, you throw to the middle of the field. There's more room in the middle of the field than trying to complete passes in the rain to the outside. It just made no sense at all. I thought Belichick coached, coached a miserable, and, and McDaniels coached a miserable uh, last couple of drives. And Tampa just ground and pound. Well, they ran the ball, what, 40 times? Yeah. How Fournette. about? Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm saying Leonard Fournette, like you said, he won him the game. Yeah. You know, he won him the game, and, and, and then they go out and sign Richard Sherman two days before. So, you know. Well, yeah, I, I, I said, couldn't believe right, that. No, they have, they all, I just they, couldn't believe they that. Have the, uh, 
They have America's most wanted on that on that team. But yeah. God, besides Donegan, I mean, everybody you love to hate, you know, in the NFL. Brown, everybody. They have the, you know, the, the team you love to hate, you know. Yeah. Obviously, I can't stand Brady anymore. I'm just tired. I respect him. I think he's great. But I'm just tired of him. It's like, please, Tom, you've proven. You've won six championships. Enough already. You seven. Know? Seven. Seven championships, Tom. How many is enough with you, Tom, already, you know? Well, now he said, oh, I might play till I'm 50. Oh, my God. Please, enough, please don't. Enough. Enough already. I've it's had just enough Brady. That's enough already. And the other night, oh my God, on NBC, I mean, it's like you know, they're they're the accolades and the flashbacks and the, I mean, the Brady stuff, and it just got out of control. It's like everybody kissing his rear end, uh, the greatest of all time, and all this stuff. I mean, I couldn't play. I was like, blah, enough already. Just play the game for crying out loud. It was driving me nuts. And find it interesting too that. <laughs> That Brady got cheered when he came on the field before the game. As soon as he came on the field during the game, they booed him. Oh, they crushed him. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah, he said he's never heard things said about him like that before. <laughs> Some of the things that the fans were saying. But uh, now NBC, the, they're, they're talking about moving on from uh, uh, Al Michaels, who I think is the best announcer in football. He's excellent. I think Collinsworth do, do a very good job, except Collinsworth... Collinsworth just praises everybody. Like, now here's a guy. Huh? Now, he, now here's a guy. <laughs> he starts guy. off every sentence with, now here's a guy. He was a pretty good receiver in his time in those Bengal teams. That was, those were good teams. They lost the 49ers, obviously, in the Super Bowl, but that was a pretty good team. What's your opinion of Tony Romo as an announcer? I think he's excellent. And he's making $18 million a year. Amazing. It's unbelievable. Amazing. I think he's great. He, I found him really annoying at first, but, I mean, the guy dissects every play before it happens. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He, he knows job. exactly what's coming. He does a really good job, so... Absolutely. Oh, let's see. Uh, we have uh, 1049 right here at WTBR Sports Talk. 413-445-4234. If anybody wants to dial up, I just got some messages from some callers. And if somebody wants to call in, it's more than welcome. We're going to take a quick break here at the uh, at, uh, 1049. And we'll be back with um, more uh, WTBR Sports Talk right after these fine messages. Have you ever dreamed of being a radio DJ, spinning your favorite vinyl, CDs, and MP3s? Have you ever wanted to share conversations with interesting guests with the community? Then the WTBR-FM Programming Committee wants to hear from you. We are now accepting proposals for new programs. For more information, visit WTBRFM.com or call 445-4234. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. like hard rock and heavy metal music? Oh, yeah! Well, then join me here Friday nights from 8 to 10 for Wounded Radio. Every Friday night, I play two hours of the best music on the planet, from ACDC to ZZ Top and everything in between. This is going to be cool. Want to hear a song on Wounded Radio? Request it on the Wounded Radio Facebook page. And join me here Friday nights at 8 for Wounded Radio. Yeah! Wonder what happened to those great local PCTV channels? Did you lose them? No worries, they're still there. Go to cable channels 1301, 1302, and 1303 to watch the best local content on television. News and information, sports and entertainment, city council, school committee, July 4th parade, it's all there waiting for you. Pittsfield Community Television. For over 30 years, we are still your local television.
WTBR Sports Talk. We have about 10 minutes left. We've got a call around the line, so I think it's Ralphie, so let's give it a shot right here. Uh, right here. You're on WTBR Sports Talk. Hang on, Hello, I'll caller. Call right Who's there? Hello. Hello. Hang on one second. Right Mr. Rob Zook. Who's this? Carlos. Hey, what's going on, Carlos? How are you? I'm good. So nice I, to hear I from you. I Rob since he was in diapers. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> you're younger than I am. Me, so Wait, you're younger I than I am. <laughs> um, funny story. Lived up the street from him. Uh, we lived in a very predominantly like Jewish, Italian, suburban New York town. He was a right? mafia. Yeah, and then up the block was the, the minorities, right? So my house was a Latino mix. Uh, then there was the African-American family next door. There was the Asian family across the street. Right, right. And there's everybody else. Right, and, and, everybody, and everybody, else, everybody else was a Jewish, Jewish, right? Right, well, again, the 80-20 rule, or 70-20 rule, Jewish to uh, Italian. But it was right. a great upbringing, uh, great town, great school. Uh, you know, and then we're still friends uh, to this day. And his, his dad and my dad were... Uh, Doctor dentist. They used to play go bowling together and all that. That's good right. Stuff Your father was a great bowler too. You're right. Yeah, when people did that stuff and, and all, all good memories there. You know. I got to ask you. You called me the other day. You know, bitching about Joey Gallo, and I've been on the Joey Gallo. I can't stand Joey Gallo bandwagon. And uh, so, what's going to go on tonight? What do you think? You have any predictions, ideas? What's going on? You know. Yeah. Uh, I think the Yanks might squeeze it out, but it's all predicated. Obviously, if the big boys cannot hit the homers and hit the long ball, right. then Boone's got to go short, short ball. We've talked about this. And, you know, when Joey Gallo is up and there's four outfielders and there's nobody on the left side, what do you do? The guy can't hit the, you know, the, the backside of a barn right now. <laughs> you bunt. And he bunted, you know, a few weeks, whatever, a week or two ago, and he got a hit. It's like, come on, play the small game. If all of a sudden Evaldi is, is killing it and nobody can get hits, you got to adjust. And the problem with Boone, as we talk about a thousand times, is that he's not, and like Girardi, they're not good adjusters during the game to produce a run. Yeah, I mean, it's the thing. They're not, they don't manufacture runs. Like, to me, you want to get Guardy up first. Like, wh- okay, why do they bat Gardner eighth? How does that make any sense? And I think Tyler Wade needs to play tonight. If LeMayu can't go, and I think he can't go, right? That's it. It's done with LeMayu's done. Is that what the story is? I, th- I think so. 10 day or who knows oh, what's going so, so, all right, without LeMayu, okay. So, to me, who are you leading off? He's going to probably lead off Glaber. I'm leading off Gardy because I want to get a guy with speed on first base. I want to, and Gardner's got to get it through his thick skull. Stop trying to be Mickey Mantle. Bump the baseball. Push the ball. Up the, they're playing all the way. Rizzo, too. They're playing you all the way to the right side. So try to get the ball. I don't care what you do. We used to have a thing when I was a kid. Remember Butcher Boying? I mean, Carlos, you remember that. We played Little League. I mean, just get the yeah. ball up the line. Stop with the egos and just get the ball up the line. Go to first base. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. The Yankees are so predicated on the home run, for crying out loud. Try to manufacture right. some runs. And Tyler Wade's got to play third base. I don't trust Rugnit or Dorr strikes out too much. I want a guy who puts the ball in play. I mean, how do you like Boone putting up Gary Sanchez to pinch hit the other day against Tampa Bay? Oh, no. What was he don't. thinking about? He's the worst pitch hitter, you know, of the whole team. So I don't care if you go deep on the vent, put Odor, I mean, whoever it is, but Sanchez has never come up big in late innings in a pinch hit role. You can the guy's going to be playing for the Gas House Gorillas. One, two, three, strikes, route. One, two, three, strikes, route. Like, Garrett Cole's 
uh, main pitcher or main catcher. Yeah, he's, he's, he playing. Yeah, he's, 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 he's going to catch Cole tonight. Goes deep and, and Higgy stays in the game for long because Sanchez, you can't trust him in any situation. I know Higgy. I know Higgy's in like one ninety or something, and he doesn't play that often. But he's been pretty good in clutch situations this year. That's he's come it, up with that's big. That's what makes no sense to me. Boone Boone drives me crazy. He drives me bananas, and you know that. I've been yeah. saying this all year. How how I mean, the other night putting Albert Abreu in when you got Chapman and Green sitting in the bullpen. I mean, what's your thinking? I mean, I'm not even a major league manager, and I have more of a brain to think so. I mean, I didn't even right. know I Bray- mean, Domingo Herman should be so far. He should oh be like God. selling hot dogs in, in the, uh, on the <laughs> Lansdowne Street right, right now because if you bring him in, you know what to do. <laughs> he might be selling hot dogs today. He's selling salchichas out there in the Dominican. Uh, warm beer and cold hot dogs. <laughs> right, if, he, if you see him in the game, they're done. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> That's great. I know. Hey, man, I'm just selling the hot dogs in the stand, man. <laughs> I feel the same about right. Matt Barnes. Remember Louis, the old Louis Tian commercials back oh, yeah, in the 70s? Oh, yeah, it's great to be with a wiener. Great. Oh, yeah, Sean doesn't remember. Tell Sean about that, remember? Oh, yeah, the, I don't know. If you look up Louis Tian, he was selling something, and they, and they used to put the commercial on in New York, too, and they were so good. He was well, he got traded. Or, I don't remember. Well, no, I'm he sure got our tra- friend Gerard will remember it. Yeah. Uh, but there was such good commercials. No, what happened was he was playing. He was playing with Boston, and he got traded. No, he got traded. He signed with the Yankees as a free agent, and he did a hot talk commercial. And he went, "He's great to be with a wiener." And oh, it was that a is wiener so commercial. Fun. Yeah. It was so fun. <laughs> oh my god! It was. I mean, that could have been. You know, obviously, a Latino could have took it like, "Oh, they're racist and all that." But it was. It, it was so good. Well, today, if I impersonate a Latino person, I get a call for being racist. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You know, it was so politically right, right, correct. Exactly. Now, forget about Dennis it. Dennis Miller used to say, on. "You can't call a dog a dog anymore, folks. It's a canine American." Yeah, you're like cats a feline American folks, you know, cha cha. But anyway, yeah. So <laughs> Dennis Miller's great, but that stint he had broadcasting Monday Night Football was brutal. See, I liked it because yeah. you know why I liked it because he used to ask Fauci some really good questions. He used to say to Danny, "Say, like, yo, Fauci, like, give me some answers on this, folks." Oh, I thought he was brutal. Oh, Danny, uh, I used to call him Danny, Danny, whatever he used to call him, but uh, Dan Derue. But, uh, yeah, yeah, well, it was, it was a little strange bringing in a comedian for uh, a Monday Night Football game, but I thought I thought he posed some interesting questions at times to Dan Fouts. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's so give me a score tonight. What's going to happen? What do you think? 7-6 Yanks. Somehow he's, he's going to wow. squeak it out at the end. See, I got you all know? kinds and of different I'm answers. I'm going to get swept by Tampa. <laughs> I have no confidence at all against uh, Tampa for both teams. I Doesn't say. Cash drive you bananas? Here's Cash is the is the absolute poster child for why I hate analytics. The Yankees are up. This is amazing. The Yankees are up seven to one in the game the other day, right? And in the second, in the third inning, I believe it was, he makes a pitching move to get Aaron Judge out of there with a man on. I mean, you can't make it up. This is like micromanaging from you know. Is insanity. I mean, you think Boone's bad. This guy's even worse for micromanaging. Why do these guys do this? What is why is baseball comes become some so completely retarded? I those mean, those guys I, will both be oh, back. You know, it's gonna game. be a four and a half hour game tonight. Just get ready for like oh, midnight. No. You know, ESPN wrapping it up. Because oh my goodness! It's gonna be. I know that the three, you know, batter rule and all that, but <sighs> you know, somehow, some way, there's gonna be tons of pitching changes late. There's gonna be something that's gonna just draw in half hour hour innings. Is and that, just that, push this game to a four-hour limit. So they are keeping the three so batter. If Cole gets hot and he gets, you know, and he can mow him down early. Who are we? I mean, who are we? Um, you know, it's uh, just who's announcer tonight? Don't tell me we're getting a Rod tonight. Are we getting a Rod no, tonight. A Rod, yeah, it's the ESPN team. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you like it? Do you like a Rod as a commentator? He's got his moments. Yeah, he's um, all right. I like know, him. I know, you know, a lot of people don't like his personality, blah blah, blah but he does know baseball. 
I like Matt Vasquez uh, a lot. Over, like his personality, when he gets too, you know, into whatever nostalgia and, and starts rambling, it's a little too much. But I think on the technical part of baseball, he definitely knows. I it. like him because he's old school. Like he tells about old school. He's like saying, bunt that ball up yeah, the line there, and there's nobody there. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, bro, yeah, we're going to wrap things up. But thanks for calling, man. Call, call as much as you All want right, next one week. One last thing. Did yeah. you see that ESPN on their, like, ticker at the bottom? They said, can Dallas run out the rest of the season? I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you think the Cowboys are going to go 14 and 0 from here or whatever it is? I mean, oh, what a joke. I'm so sick of, I'm so tired of praising Dak Prescott. I mean, this guy's never done anything. Like, Dak Prescott, it's like the greatest thing in Dallas. I mean, I'm so tired of listening to how great Dak Prescott is. He's a stat pattern. Right. He puts uh, on big on. numbers in garbage the rating, time. The rating's hungry, and they want Dallas to become like the next Tampa. Unbelievable. Anyway, bro, yeah, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks right, for calling. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling. Bye, Appreciate it. We'll see you. Okay, you too. Thanks. Bye. All right. So uh, so that's my buddy Carlos in New York. Anyway, boy, that hour went fast, huh? Sure did. My God, we need a couple more hours. I'd wish you good luck tonight, but I wouldn't mean it. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, the way the Yankees play is inconsistently. I'll tell you this much. If they don't hit a home run, they're not going to win. That's all there is to it. And uh, I think the fans are going to go bananas there. So, But anyway, it's time to wrap things up on 89.7 WTBR Sports Talk. We'll see you next week. Thanks, for everybody, for calling. We appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you, as my old buddy Joe Beningo used to say. And uh, we'll see you soon. And stay well and enjoy the game tonight. It should be a lot of fun. We'll see you next week on WTBR Sports Talk. Yeah!